Welcome to the Primal Path Podcast. We chat with our tribe to build a stronger connection through our native ways of communication. Learn about our coaches, clients, gym programming, and hear from our local businesses and find out about the latest happenings. Tribe, I've been uh, apologizing on a couple different <laughs> things that we're doing, but I want to just apologize right from the get-go. We just have been uh, going through a learning process of audiovisual work, and we've not figured out some of this YouTube and podcast, and so we've lost a couple podcasts, lost a couple YouTube videos. We are working that out, and we should have something back up and normal and get together on our YouTube, matching our podcasts. But I'm just going to say that uh, thank you for being patient, first and foremost. And second, it's part of life. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on from that, today we're going to talk about nutrition in a different way. And I'm sitting down with Nadine because she is a precision nutrition coach. She's our nutrition accountability as well. And we're going to talk about food in a different dimension than the normal calories, macros, diets, and all this other stuff. And it's going to be based off of what our body feels. Yes. That is what we're doing. <laughs> so how this, I'm going to kind of go to the story of how this podcast came about, or I don't want to say came out, this idea clicked in my head. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so I ordered cookies from like my cookie dealer, which was out in New York, which they're owned by like a professional bodybuilder and his wife and they make cookies for his quote unquote cheat days or whatnot. <laughs> and I ordered like a five of them. And these are like, these are half pound cookies too. Like just FYI. Oh yeah. Yeah. In these case people don't know. You, you <laughs> they're big the, cookies. Yeah. They're, they're big cookies. They're half pound cookies. And I wanted to, so I bought like five different types and one of the ones that I got Reminded me of those like Hostess cupcakes with the little like they're they're black with the cream filling and then they got the the swirly thing on the top that mm-hmm. white little frosting that goes across like little loops. They made a cookie like that. And, had and the filling and stuff too. I don't know if you just said that. Yeah, but, but yeah, they had the filling. Has too. had the filling in it and everything. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to have a cookie of this. So I got the cookie. We, we came in. I was super excited about it. We unboxed. We got a half pound cookie. I heated up the microwave for like 30 seconds. And then I took this thing out and I cut a little piece off of it and it was really good. It was it was it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Let me let me rephrase that. It wasn't really good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good, yeah. I would say it's pretty good. Yeah. Enough that I had another piece. But what happened was I ate three quarters of this half pound cookie for my lunch. And about 15 to 20 minutes later, and for the entire rest of the day, I felt like absolute shit. Like my stomach was giving me the fu. It was grumbling. Um, the bathroom became my best friend a couple times, um, and it was just. It was just. I was like, "Wow, I put something into my system. I haven't had much treats per se. I eat mostly, like if if you look at my diet, my diet's based of comfort foods in the sense of like I'll eat tons of chicken and beef and potatoes and stews and you know." I've gotten back into like pastas a little bit, but like it's very much just big, high calorie, dense meals filled with like high protein, high fats, high carbs all around. But I don't, and then that's what I eat. I don't snack. I don't have snacks that I chew on. I don't have like little bars that I do. I literally eat maybe one to two meals a day that are just huge monster meals that are just filled with everything. And that's the way I've been doing. That's the way my body likes. Um, and so on. So putting this like high volume of sugar and fake 
foods into my system, it was immediately horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're trying to talk about today is that sometimes we don't need the calories and the macros to define whether food is good for us or not. Uh, or not. Like, And I think feeling and paying attention to how you feel after you eat food is probably even more important than going on calories and macros because we live in a world where diets run our life. Food is running our life. Whether we want to accept it or not, look around. Food is running our life. So Nadine, I want to talk to you on your opinions on this and kind of like your thought process on this and whether you've ever experienced something the same. Yeah, so um, I would say, so about like the whole like sugar thing, like like your experience with the cookie and stuff. So when I, this was maybe like, this this was like a couple, couple years ago maybe when um I like struggled really, really bad with like binge eating, I would binge eat on literally like the worst possible food for you. Like I would binge eat on like ice cream and cookies and like, and like donuts and literally anything that makes you feel shitty. Um, and I would feel like super like lethargic all the time, obviously, because like I was just like messing up my entire body with all that stuff. Um, but then it just became like a normal, like it was just like, I'm just tired all the time. I just feel lethargic all the time. I just don't feel good. And then when I finally kind of really got myself out of that, um, and I really like stopped like the whole binging thing, um, whenever I would have like a piece of cake or a piece or like a cookie or anything like that, I felt terrible, like putting like that, like sugar, like back into my body after my body had gotten out of like almost getting used to it. My body wasn't used to having that anymore. And then I, when I would have it, I would, I was like, oh my God, I feel terrible. Like, and that's like one thing why I like really, like if I have like, like a cookie or like ice cream or anything like that, I don't have a lot of it anymore because I physically feel so bad. And that's kind of one of my motivating factors now with it. But yeah, that, that, that uh, it, just yeah, like relating to what you said about all of that. I mean, when I had the piece of the cookie, I had a small piece. And after that, within maybe 30 seconds or so, my stomach was like, dude, what did you just do to me? And I didn't even have that much of it. Yeah. But, it, and it's just when your body is, especially when you're consistently feeding your body with good, nutritious foods, and it's not used to having all of that processed crap put into it, it's kind of like, dude, what did you just do to me? There's like all this foreign stuff. I don't know what to do with it. And then you start feeling really shitty um, for pretty much right after that yeah and I, I think that's the big point that we're trying to like get at too is that your normal good like if you're just eating trash food all the time mm -hmm. like your body feels like that's normal yeah yeah exactly. and you, you can't really tell and at the same time you're addicted to that shitty mm -hmm. food like you're addicted to that like sugar, sugar like, addiction is actually like a real thing it is i think i looked it up one time it is um and sugar can i think sugar was being compared to I'm not saying it's the same thing as a, as a drug addiction, drug, yeah, but it, it was it was being compared to how it would feel being addicted to like cocaine or heroin or something like that. It just is. like because of what it does to your brain. Um, and now that I like don't really eat that stuff anymore, I like uh, yeah, I'm like any, we all eat it. any other any yeah. like any like anyone I'm gonna have a sugar craving and stuff like that. So like if I'm really craving ice cream, I'm gonna have some ice cream or I'm gonna have a cookie. Um, but the whole thing is I don't eat a ton of it just because I, I it just doesn't make me feel good anymore. And yeah, yeah kind of like and, and like the sugar addiction is like not 
it, it, it is real because it's doing the same thing that heroin, that cocaine, and all those other drugs like do to you, uh, and that's why we crave it so much. Yeah. And people don't realize that like sugar was supposed to be banned, and I'm going to screw up the time frame in their 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. They were going to ban sugar, and there's a lot of doctors that are like, listen, we can't be putting sugar in all of our foods because it's going to cause diabetes, mm-hmm. it's going to cause an addiction to this, it's going to lead to obesity. But once again... Because the corporations found out they can make tons of money by loading sugar up. Mm -hmm. This is where they're putting sugar out to people. And once again, not giving a shit about people's actual real health. Yeah, yeah. Food companies don't give a shit about your health. Mm -hmm. They want to put some organic stickers on. They put freaking non-gluten stickers on meat. Like, like, like shit that yeah, the gluten yeah. will never even be in. And, yeah. and they put in vitamin C and they put all these little labels in here like, oh, like like fruit snacks for kids. They're like high in vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. So is an orange. Like, so is like many other yeah. things. Like, yeah. but you see the vitamins on that, that box and you're like, oh, well, it has vitamins. So I'm going to go and buy this for yeah. my kids because yeah. it's vitamins. But what's happening is you get addicted to that sugar. You get addicted to that junky food that's like filling up our body with um, triglycerides mm-hmm. and up in our cholesterol, mm-hmm. and we just think that's normal. And just messing up your insulin and stuff too. Yeah, all those things. And if we can get to the time where we detox, and, and this I'm going to use this word on purpose mm-hmm. because the, what people detox with versus what a detox really is, like yeah. it's just yeah. it's so backwards. But if you can get your body to eat just more natural foods mm-hmm. overall, and then occasionally add something in, mm-hmm. yes, it's going to taste good. And, but you also might see that your body feels like shit. Yeah. And like with detoxes in general, I love seeing people be like, I'm detoxing for four days by just drinking juice. Like. No, I think all that stuff is You know what detox, you know, what is your liver for? Yeah, that's not a Your liver is a detox. You don't, you know what you should do instead of drinking juice for four days to cleanse your system, feel greater when you put yourself in a calorie deficient and struggle through those couple days? How about you just eat some real food? Yeah. Yeah. Like. I want to be, like, clear, too. Like, like I'm not – I don't think either of us are saying, like, sugar's, like, never eat sugar. Don't ever, like, touch oh, sugar. Like time, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, you're going to have – you're going to want ice cream. You're going to want a cookie. You're going to want a piece of cake if you're at, like, a birthday party or something like that. Like, have it. Let it go. And then don't overindulge on it. Don't, like, just keep eating that stuff. You can have it, but don't have it often or, like, have it in moderation. It's not going to – yeah. But like but when you do but what we're also saying too is like you might notice too when you don't have it very often that all of a sudden you have it and you're like, Oh my god, this is why I really don't eat that stuff very often. And that's exactly what we're trying to get to. Yeah. So how do we change our diet? When you change your diet to be a cleaner diet and you occasionally put the the less healthy stuff in, we love it. Trust me, I love snacks, I love pizza, I love mm-hmm. ice cream, I love that stuff. I just don't ever put myself around it that's and occasionally right. I, really I do. It. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, and when I do, I enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, and well, yeah, exactly. If you're I gonna do. have it, have something that you like, enjoy it, and be like, all right, at well, least at least I enjoyed it. And and, and sometimes it, and it'll cause it. me to feel like hell, and sometimes it won't. Yeah. Sometimes I'll eat it and be like, oh, that's good. No, that's might, how it's I put am me too. a little yeah. sleep. But what happens is you learn the limits of how much you can take yeah, exactly. as well. So mm-hmm. you could be like, you know what? I really want some Doritos. Now, I can sit down and house a bag of Doritos through, but as soon as I do that, the rest of the day and the entire next day, I feel like trash and I don't tie it to the food. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it must have been I slept wrong or I might be irritable. No, it's directly from that food. I'll notice with tortilla chips, if I have like 
a large portion of tortilla chips and just keep eating and keep eating and keep eating them, oh my God, for the rest of the day, I feel terrible. So like, I'm not, I'm not going to deprive myself of tortilla chips if I want them. I just won't eat a ton of them. Yeah. I kind of figured out my limits on it. And that's it. You, you, you know your limits of how much you can eat. And especially when we go to other people's houses, you end up being like, oh yeah, I'm going to have some chips and dip and I love that. Mm-hmm. And I know like usually for me, that means I'll have all the chips and dip. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm like, yo, I got to still keep a little bit of room and save yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, what we're talking about if, for, for eating a trashy diet throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, once again, eat the stuff that you want to eat, but we're trying to tell you that you can actually feel when food is not yes. good for you. Yes, exactly. So if you, what I'm talking about with like people, if you wake up in the morning, you drive to Dunkin' Donuts, you get a donut and a coffee for breakfast. A couple hours later, you're drinking a monster drink. Then you're going out to lunch. You're going out to eat at wherever place it is. And you Chipotle. could be Chipotle. You could be going out to whatever McDonald's. You could yeah. even be going out to a nice sit down restaurant. Yeah. Guess what? They're still using oils and butters and mm-hmm. salts and like artificial stuff too, unless you're getting a farm to table meal but then you go home and then maybe eat some like food whether a salad with tons of dressing on it to get your healthy vegetables in then you're hitting some uh dessert and you're just eating that every single day so you're really only getting one decent meal in your dinner in but the rest of the food that you're eating throughout the day is not necessarily quote unquote healthy it's not going to be promoting uh, sustenance and health of the body. It's more of like, I'm eating food because I have to eat because I'm hungry Mm -hmm. and it's close by. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to change. And that's what I mean about food controlling us too, is because we're so busy working that we're looking for a fast fix. That's relatively close rather than looking for food. That's takes us time to prep. That takes a little bit longer to do. That's healthier for us. When in reality, the prep that we do to get our food ready is actually going to allow us to be more productive throughout the yeah, day because exactly. guess what? Like you just end up grabbing a quick thing of yogurt and granola and berries that you made and you could house that thing in two minutes, not even eating it fast, but mm-hmm. you ate it, put the sustenance back in and now we're doing a podcast Yeah. versus like, hold on, I got to run to the gas station to get 7-Eleven <laughs> yeah, pizza like, and a hot dog. Pizza or like a protein bar or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah, no, that's what I always think like one of the best ways that you could kind of like spend your time I guess prepping for the next day is actually prepping your food because that's what's going to help you stay focused actually be productive get stuff done if I wasn't prepping my food and I was just eating like a bagel or pizza or whatever throughout the day I would not get anything done just because that affects your mind too just like I feel like I get the brain fog and stuff with those things too but you'll notice that if you have that stuff when you haven't really been eating it very often and like I have a perfect example. The past two days, I've been in a full brain fog. I can't. I did the podcast wrong. I left Thursday out when I'm staring at it. I left Thursday out that I had to put at the end. Um, Even today, I was just having some like major issues and I could feel my anger and stress that was building up. And it's because I didn't have a nutritious day yesterday. Mm -hmm. I didn't get uh, vegetables or fruit into my diet and it's showing today Mm -hmm. and I hate it. Yeah. And I know 100% it's not because anything else changed in my life except for my diet. My calories were well within what I needed to eat for the Mm -hmm. calories, but my carbs were higher, my fat was higher, and my protein was a lot less, and I didn't have a variety of vitamins and minerals. I mean, I ate a couple sandwiches yesterday is what I had. I had two sandwiches, which, come on, like cheese, meat, mayo, bread, and then I had peanut butter and jelly on bread. (laughs) Like, that was my diet yesterday. Yeah, like, yeah. my calories were not that. Well, that's another probably issue with that. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, look at that. But some days I 
Everyone has these. Everyone does this. Yeah. Everyone has days where, like, they end up not eating enough or not eating right. Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, that's, that's going to happen. I can't drive to the yeah. grocery store, and I don't want to yeah. hassle some people sometimes. So I just mm-hmm. kind of pick up the the, 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 have, the rest yeah. of the finish off this, finish yeah. off that, what I have. And I just had some bread. So, like, yeah, and it makes me feel like heck. But, yeah. I mean, know, yeah. You'll notice it, like, in your workouts, too, and stuff like that. I remember last summer, Sunday was, like, my day by my chill day where I would be just hanging out with people literally drinking beer and like eating chips I would come in to work out and it would be usually Monday was one of my tougher days and I was just struggling through the whole things I had like no energy everything felt heavy because I did not hit my protein I got really poor soy sources sources <laughs> really really poor sources of carbs because I was basically eating chips and drinking alcohol so I would notice it that next day how terrible I felt, how much I was just dragging, just in general, not even just my workouts, um, but you notice it a lot in your workouts because you know you notice if you're not feeling good when you're doing something like that. Um, but just in general, it was just hard to focus. It was hard to get stuff done. Um, so I really like, especially on like stuff like that, I try and kind of prepare myself if I'm going and I know there's not going to be nutrition, nutritious choices for food or like alcohol and stuff like that. Um, I think a lot of it too is just being mindful of what you're putting into your body and how it's making you feel in the moment too, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean that's sense. that's what this is all about, yeah. exactly, being yeah. being mindful of what you're putting in and, and you're bringing it to another level of at that moment, which is mm-hmm. important. Yeah, yeah. I always think too, because a lot of times when we're busy and we're focusing on if we have to get work done, so you're eating lunch at your desk at work and you're just shoving food into your mouth and like – or if you bring like a bag of chips or something to work or like you're eating a bag of crackers or something and you're just shoving food into your mouth. You're not really thinking about how the food is making you feel. You're not really focusing on eating. And a lot of times people will say, well, I don't have time to focus on eating. Usually it doesn't take you like an hour to eat your food. So you probably have like 10 minutes to just sit there and kind of eat a little bit slower. Um, but I think being mindful in the moment is super important. And that'll help you kind of get more in touch with your hunger, fullness cues, all those things that are super important. Yeah, just like not scrolling on your phone while you're eating. Yeah. Like that's one of the worst things. Like, you know, I kind of took this uh, one thing that, you know, James, when when James Turgeon was here, mm-hmm. he one thing that he said is that like he likes to sit down and eat his meal in peace and be like well-rounded. And I, you know, in my head I'm like, Man, one, he's got some good discipline on that. And I'm like, I don't remember the last time I actually did that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I took a little cue from him, mm-hmm. and I don't do it all the time, but I now look forward when I come home from work is making a meal, sitting at my table by myself mm-hmm. without electronics and having my two dogs sit beside me, and I eat my meal. And I it, do, yeah. and I just I, – I, it could be really boring. Yeah. But it just lets me enjoy the food mm-hmm. and also – it really told me how much faster I'm filling up. Yeah. And yeah. which was like surprising to me because I have the military mindset that like you have two minutes to eat. Yeah. And I'm just like mm-hmm. rah, shoving mm-hmm. it in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And when I sat down and ate, I ate slower. I was more aware of what's going in my body. And my body told me I was full sooner than I thought. Yeah. And then I felt like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude, you know, yeah. I feel like I could go do something rather yeah. than overeating and then being like, I have no energy mm-hmm. to do something. I'll do that with my breakfast, too. I almost like Jackson kind of makes fun of me because um, I like take breakfast as like a spiritual experience. It's not, but like, because I'm like, is, I, I need to have like this specific setting where I like sitting by the window that's open with like natural light coming in and eating my oatmeal, like 
peace and quiet, drinking my coffee kind of in between like my bites. And I just really like doing that. Same thing when I'm having lunch. I like to, if it's nice outside, I'll try and sit outside. So I'm kind of like focusing on what's going on outside, but I'll try and make it quiet. Like just sit outside, not scrolling through my phone, not listening to like really anything, but kind of just focusing on what's going on outside and focusing on my food at the same time. If that kind of makes sense. Um, but I feel like, I feel like it almost like just calms me down to like eat my food like that. And then I'm like, all right, now I'm ready to do work or now I'm ready to get stuff done. But you, you know, it's interesting too, because it's all these little things, like, like we always say, it's all these little things that we do that can change our life and, mm -hmm. and change our eating habits and change our fitness. But they're all really small things. And if you're still waiting for that big change to come or that perfect time to start eating right or the perfect time to start wor working out, then you're never going to get to it ever. Mm -hmm. you, if you could find a way to change your diet or change your nutrition during a chaotic period of your life mm – -hmm then you sure as hell are going to be able to do it in a nice, calm yeah, state of Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and I, I, I challenge you guys to do that. I challenge you guys to take that on. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like that's where I'm at right now. There's just a lot of chaos. It's, like, a, it's called positive stuff, but relatively, mostly. Uh, <laughs> but there's just a lot going on. And I'm like, heck, you know what? I'm still going to cram a workout in. I could sit and do this. I'm still going to write out my food of what I want and just building a meal plan and start getting back into it because – you know, for instance, like with my leg, I went from walking 14,000 to 18,000 steps a day down to like 2,000 steps, which people don't realize that that's a lot. But you're, you're dealing with like walking, you know, six to 10 miles down to like walking less than a mile yeah, a day. Yeah. And the caloric burn that you get from that is a lot higher than you think. And being sedentary, it just... I've just started loading up weight. Even though I haven't really changed my diet, I'm starting to put weight on me that I don't mm -hmm. want. Yeah. And um, so for me, it's like, let's adjust it. Like I have the stuff with my foot going on, trying to find rides and all that other stuff and food and, and whatnot, which everyone's been so helpful and grateful about. But it's just one of those things that I'm like, you know what? It's good chaotic time. You know, mm -hmm. Positive chaotic. Let's dial this in. Yeah. Yeah. So a big thing for you guys is trying, you know, just to kind of do a little recap, try and feel our food, right, Nadine? Yeah. Yeah. Experience your food. I would say almost. Yeah, like that. I like that. Try and actually experience your food too. I like You don't that. need to be weird about it. You don't need to be like chanting things and stuff like that, but actually kind of pay attention to how your food tastes, what you're putting into your body, how it's making you feel at the time that you're actually eating it too. Yep. So pay attention when you're eating it, 20 minutes after, and then probably like two hours. Mm-hmm. I, I or 20, 30 minutes after. I think those are three good timelines you can check yeah. uh, on yourself. If you really ate, if, if you you splurged, I, you know, I don't ever like saying eating bad because I don't think there's, I don't, I don't like classifying it yeah, as yeah. bad. Like yeah. I think if you just splurged and enjoyed a whole bunch of food, maybe that next day, see how you feel. Too. Yeah. Maybe like on yeah. those cases, but mm -hmm. while you're eating 20 to 30 minutes after, then a couple hours after, see how that, that food is affecting you. Mm-hmm. And then try to create a good diet. If not, that's what you guys got Nadine here. <laughs> she is here to help you guys out with your nutrition as well. She does yeah. nutrition accountability so you can get on a weekly call with her for 15 minutes. Talk about what's going on in your diet, what's talking about in your or what's going on in your life. So she could tell you the good, the bad, and how we adjust to work with that. Mm -hmm. um, she could help you dial in your numbers of things that you need uh, for your general body type overall. She could help you a lot. And, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, no, I read all this stuff and I do that a lot. 
Having a coach in life is important. Yeah. And nutrition yeah. coaching, if nutrition is a thing that's been bothering you for so long and you can't figure it out, call Nadine. Mm-hmm. Talk to us. Set up an appointment because we get better by having a coach. Like we, I have I have a nutrition coach. Yeah. I think I've told people this. I'm like, I like know a lot about nutrition, but I work with someone and I'm basically just using them now for accountability kind of at this point. Like we I like do weekly check-ins, um, kind of like talk about what's been going on in the week. We don't even just talk about food. Like we talk about stress. We talk about all these other things that are going on. We talk about sleep. Um, And then she'll kind of give me feedback about what I've been doing, pick a goal for the week to focus on. She'll talk to me about like things I felt went well, things I feel like I need to work on. I'll create a goal for the next week. Um, And a lot of it usually isn't even macro based. It's just like small things trying to get more of X amount of food or focusing on like, doing eating something some certain meal or some some type of meal or something like before I go to bed to help with sleep or something like that it'll vary from week to week but it's been super helpful and, and it's the same way I have a business coach I hire yeah like you know every like coaches successful need coaches too every successful person in the world has coaches the fittest person in the world has a coach yeah yeah you, you know like you the fittest the the, the 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 person who breaks the world record and everything has a coach mm-hmm. and most of the time, you could be dialing in all your macros and nutrients and calories and all that other stuff, and you're still not hitting that weight loss or, or weight gain, whatever it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's because nutrition is not just about food. Yeah. It's yeah. about so the full aspect, yeah. and that's what a coach can help you with, not the articles you're reading online. So please, mm-hmm. reach out to us. Hit us up. We'll dial you in, sit you down, talk with Nadine, Mm -hmm. get your nutrition on track, especially after the past year we've been on. Yeah, Everyone's going to not (laughs) have the greatest nutrition and movement. We're here to help. Yeah. Hit us up, reach out to Nadine or myself, and we'll get you started. Yep. Have a good one, guys.